Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to TCK Care the Podcast. This is your host, Stephen Black, coming at you live. Just kidding, I would never do that. I have to edit out half of what I say. Coming at you pre-recorded and heavily edited with my friend Ben Pankow, calling all the way from Wisconsin. Is that right, Ben? Yep, that's right. But give it to us straight, Ben. Where are you really from? Where are you really from? That is a huge question, and... Depending on who asks is the answer they get. So, uh, yeah. So for you, Stephen, I'll give you the full answer. Yes. Uh, <laughs> there we go. Right. So I was born in the U.S. Uh, my parents moved, uh, my brother and I, over to Cameroon, West Africa, where my sister was born. Um, we moved over there back in 1988. Linda came uh like two years after that um and i spent like the majority of my formative years in several different cities in cameroon particularly in uh, the northwest and uh, the west province um i went to high school at rainforest international school in yaoundé and then when i graduated there i uh, came back to the states um, for college. Uh, I worked for a year though, just to kind of figure things out and figure out what I wanted to do with my life. Um, but I ended up going to college, married a sweet girl named Kirsten. Um, and we've been married for gosh, 12 years now. We have five kids. We've lived all over the country. Um, I was in the military for the last 11 years. So we moved around a lot. Um, I think our count was like five different states, five or six different states in 10 years. Um, so, yeah. And then we finally landed this past summer uh, in Deerfield, Wisconsin, which is roughly 10, 15 minutes east of Madison. Um, and now I'm working the civilian life. So there's my answer for you, Stephen, nice. and all the other listeners out there. I like it. A couple, yeah. a couple interesting elements. Number one, you said you were born in the U.S. I just love paying attention to how differently people tell their from story. And sometimes it's like an entire country, right? I was born in this country. I moved to that country. I moved to this country. And other times you get super nitty gritty and you're like, I was born in this city. And then I moved to that city, you know, just yeah. different ways of telling, telling similar stories. It's very interesting. Yeah. For the most part, when people ask, I just... I just tell them I'm from Wisconsin. I mean, it's on my driver's license, right? It's yeah. the easiest thing. <laughs> I love it. Where are you from? What's on my driver's license is what I'm going to say. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so anyways, yeah. Another thing, you are not the first person uh, in the military uh, to be on this show. Is that is that a thing? Are there like a lot of TCKs who get into the military thinking, hey, this could be a cool way to travel and see the world and... Um, still have a meaningful career and stuff like that? Wow. That's a great question. I think, um, so I can't speak for everybody because obviously all experiences are unique, right? But I think there are some underlying themes and similarities between a TCK, whether they're a missionary, business expat, you know, um, embassy kid, and the military. What I've found, and I can only speak from the from the missionary perspective, 
What the army provided for me was the ability to serve in an organization that is doing something greater than itself, right? So as a missionary, as a missionary kid, I saw my dad and my mom, you know, serve for a greater purpose than themselves, right? And I think the military kind of provided me an opportunity to do that. Um, it was particular. my career too was particularly sweet because I was able to deploy back to Africa twice, um, to countries very close to Cameroon where I grew up. And so that was incredibly awesome to be able to, you know, have a career or have a job that gave back, you know what I mean? Um, that, and to be able to have that connection with the partners that I was working with over there was pretty awesome. Um, so I'm in, incredibly grateful for that. And I think that, that, as I said in the beginning, you know, that aspect of the army being an organization of, you know, protecting the country, you know, serving the country, that kind of like huge grandiose, you know, goal is something that I found very fulfilling. Um, and I think that has a lot of ties and that's why you see a lot of TCKs potentially going there. Additionally too, I mean, the, the military is a huge melting pot. Like they recruit from everywhere. It doesn't matter. I mean, and even, even foreign countries, like people, you know, from, from other countries come to the U S and join the military so they can get citizenship. I mean, I can't, I met Cameroonians in the military. And so when I broke out my pigeon and my, you know, my rusty French, like jaws dropped, you know, badges fell off and it was like, Hey brother, what's going on? <laughs> and I mean, everything like, yes. everything like sheds at that point. And you get that true, like, I don't know what I'll call human connection, right? Where it doesn't matter where you're from, doesn't matter color of skin, whatever. Um, it's, you know, one human connecting with another human, which is pretty cool. And um, I've said this before on the podcast, so if you've been listening along for a while now, excuse me, but I just got to say it again. Every time I ask the greatest slash hardest part of being a TCK, that's what that's the that's the main answer I get. Ben is the human connection is the greatest and hardest part of being a TCK of having that ability to interact with all cultures, sometimes not even your own. Like you were talking about going to West Africa, and it's not your country per se, but it's got enough of the flavor that you can really, you really get that sense of maybe a little bit of what home feels like or a little bit of the culture and that kind of thing. Um, and then serving alongside, you know, your Cameroonian brothers in the U.S. military, um, having that instant connection with them that um, sort of transcends even the um, even the calling that uh, that is uh, a part of your career of saying, hey, we've got we've got this history together, and um, and I find that, you know, whether it's West Africans or Filipinos or um, anyone who's been close to a place that I've been, it's so easy to um, draw out that human connection and really um, just savor that. And so I feel like that's one of the, got to be one of the all-time greatest uh, pros of being a TCK. Yeah, it's definitely, that is definitely one of the all-time pros. Um at the same time, it's, it's hard because it's also like, once you experience that, it can also be very lonely at times because, you know, like, for example, when you, 
well, I'll just use this most recent transition that I've been through um, coming out of the military. Or I can, you know, when growing up, leaving Cameroon and coming back to the U.S., you know, there are times when you just want to scream from the top of your lungs of like, there's so much more out there, you know, like, don't you know where I've been? And you, you want to make that connection with people around you. And the fact of the matter is they just, they can't, they just can't. And that's not a fault of their own. It's not their fault at all, but it's just, it's very lonely for you as the TCK to have had that connection with other people. And then, you know, transition, move, whatever, to a different country and have to go through that daunting task of being the new kid on the block again or being the new adult on the block again. Because let's face it, nobody's ever grown up since past middle school. We're all just we're all just <laughs> eighth graders. Right? So it's that new kid, that new middle schooler on the block trying to fit in, trying to figure out, oh man, like, do they really like me or are they just being nice? You know what I mean? And that's that's also a very lonely feeling. And for me, one of the, the biggest negatives of, of, and the biggest challenge that we constantly have to, I mean, I'm still working through that at, you know, almost 35 years old. Uh, yeah. yeah. Is trying to, to reconnect with people the same way that I had in the past. Yeah. Right. And that's kind of the downside of the human connection component of yeah. being a TCK, right? That yeah, it's absolutely. amazing that you have this connection to the world and um, you can draw a relationship out of complete strangers and you can do that so much more easily than if you hadn't had that experience. And yet at the other time, um, like you're talking about the loneliness and the isolation mm -hmm. and the constant moving and trying to fit in again. And then of course there's the whole saying goodbye thing and, uh, how painful mm -hmm. that is, you know? So mm -hmm. yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, besides this, uh, the human connection component itself, are there other things that have been particularly meaningful for you, um, as a TCK either growing up overseas or just in your life since then? Um, so I think for me, something that's been particularly meaningful, um, besides having that, being able to connect with people, it's being able to have a broader worldview or being blessed with being able to have that experience of truly seeing another culture, whether I connected with it or not, being able to observe that culture is a huge gift. It gives, it gives someone huge perspective um, on their life and on that other culture's life. You know, whether it's a, whether it's a short-term missions trip and you only see it for like a week or if you live in that country for four years at a time. You know what I mean? You see that culture in, and therefore a reflection of your culture at the same time um, in a way that nobody else has. You, you can't do that anywhere else. I think that's been one of the most rewarding experiences for me. Um, and that's definitely helped me. I think that's, that's obviously shaped me as a person. Um, it's, you know, it's made me into the parents that I am and put in, and when I mean the parent that I am, I mean, like it's instilled in me the values that I also want to pass on to my kids, you know? And so now as a parent, I'm looking for ways to broaden their horizon or broaden their worldview so that they not so much are able to grow up in the same image I had with the same experience I had, cause that's not going to happen, but at least they'll have a same, uh, they'll, at least they'll have a, a larger, broader, you know, maybe more flavorful, if you will, worldview than their peers. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can can only hope, right? Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> and then if I were to turn it around and ask the other question, um, what has been some of the harder parts of being a TCK in your experience? I think the the hardest part, so I'll say it this way. I think the, the hardest part in the moment of being a TCK, you know, like when I was growing up, was definitely the same goodbye. That was always hard. You never wanted to do it. And it always, it was challenging on the front end of saying goodbye. And then also the back end of after you fly across the Atlantic and you land in that other country that's supposed to be your home country called the U S and you have to make these relationships that, you know, you're going to have to say goodbye to in a year, you know, and it's, you're always thinking, and I mean, thinking in my head, like, you know, Oh, I'm going to have to say goodbye to Nick in a year. You know what I mean? When I leave or whatever, or Bob or Larry, you know, and um, do I really, you know, and, do I really want to, you know, your inner psyche is like, do I really want to go through the effort of making them a friend? You know, um, I remember coming back, we had to come back in the middle of fifth grade, uh, cause my mom, uh, was diagnosed with cancer and it was really a really sudden, really sudden move. Um, and I had had friends, you know, in Cameroon for a long time, you know, I was, I was looking forward to the next, year with them and then all of a sudden december we had to leave and i remember in my birthday was in february and i was so embarrassed to ask the new american friends i had if they wanted to come to my birthday party it was like a weird it was a weird it was just a weird time for me because you know we had just landed our our family was in the middle of a transition um, both, you know, psychological from, you know, living in, in Cameroon to coming back to the U S uh, you know, cultural, like it was the middle of Christmas. I mean, all this stuff, you know? And, uh, so it was just a really weird time. And I remember thinking like, man, I'm kind of embarrassed to ask these guys to come to my birthday. Cause like, I'm getting to know them. They're not really my friends. It was just weird. And that was a really hard time. So I think that moving, back and forth and saying goodbye to my friends, but then also trying to make new friends was, you know, it's a, it's a different side of the coin, but equally as challenging. Yeah, absolutely. And that's such a hard time of life to make those yeah. transitions, right? Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Man. And, um, yeah, what you're saying about, uh, inviting these guys to your birthday party that aren't really your friends, I feel like that's going to speak to a lot of TCKs and that we often uh, find that we have to uh, pretend that we're friends and that we have and that our relationships are as significant as we'd like them to be because they're not. And they, in certain contexts, it feels like you'll never get to that place, especially when you know you're only going to be in a location for a year or two. You're talking about, you know, putting up walls because you're just going to say goodbye anyways. And the more you invest, the more it's going to cost when you have to say goodbye and the more pain that's going to inflict. So, yeah, I hear you. Yeah, but I think at at the same time, though, for all the TCKs that are listening out there, like, you still, like, yeah, it's painful and it's hard, but we still have to fight through that pain and that hardship. Like, we can't just 
settle. We, we can't settle for the dream that we're going to go back to the country as it was. Like that's not going to happen. Um, that when we go back to the country, guess what? Our old friends that we left there will have made new friends, you know, and relationships will change. So it's, well, no, it's the truth. It is going to be hard, but you do need to do that. You do need to break through that dream and invest in those people because saying goodbye is a part of life. You know what I mean? Just like saying hello. So um, I'd encourage all the TCKs listening, like to keep fighting through that um, because it's just, I mean, it's just part of the, part of the, part of the cards that we have, right? It's part of what we were dealt. So um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, as you're talking about fighting through the pain, I um, recently heard from uh, another therapist somewhere that um, doing painful things is often like getting bit by a dog. In that uh, when you get bit by a dog, your knee-jerk reaction is to pull away. Um, and like, hey, that hurts. I don't want to do that. Uh, but the way to get get out of being bit by a dog, well, after it's actually you know already bitten you, is to push your hand into its mouth thereby gagging it, and it'll let go. Now, I don't know if this is true, and I'm certainly, I certainly do not intend to put this to the test anytime soon, but I like that analogy that um, there are things that are extremely painful in life, and for the TCK, um, absolutely, saying goodbye is, um, is definitely one of the tops, and um, not only saying goodbye, but having that at the, in the back of your mind as you're going through relationships is going um, to be huge. And so uh, putting yourself into that position and um, accepting the pain for what it is, um, but then behaving in such a way that you do develop relationships and you do develop intimacy and stuff like that. I feel like that is pushing through the pain and um, living a life that is meaningful and significant and developing relationships. And you never know when uh, when those relationships are actually going to stick with you for a lifetime, right? And so if you always have your walls up, then you're never going to be able to uh, f- to foster those lifelong relationships. Also, I really like what you said, Ben, about how you can't really go back to relationships uh, because even if you go back to the same set of people, over time, relationships change. And so international travel, we're kind of talking about time travel too, you know? And so you come back at a different time of life without you there. Um, people have changed, uh, relationships have changed, systems have changed, and yep. the world that you knew is just a different place. In essence, it's gone. Um, and so that's important to it, that's important to bear in mind. I feel like that makes saying goodbye well so much more important. You know? Yeah. No. Absolutely. Yeah. You can't read the book backwards. You know what I mean? Like when you're going through yes. and you're changing from one chapter to another, right. like you can't go backwards. It's just, the story doesn't make sense. Um, I was really blessed. Uh, I was able, I had the opportunity to take my wife, then fiance, or no, had we started? Yeah, we were dating, not fiance yet, girlfriend, um, back to, uh, same, same girl though, same girl, um, back to Cameroon to during uh, winter break one year to actually meet my family because they were still in Cameroon and we were able to see a lot of childhood um, for me a lot of childhood memories uh, like she was able to see the house I grew up in um, you know the the 
Baptist Center where I grew up, uh, go to Mbingo, you know, a couple of really cool places for me as a kid. And I'm so thankful that I was able to do that at that time. Cause I mean, I, I don't know, you probably know this, but listeners out there, like Cameron's going through a really hard time right now. And I would not be able to make that trip, that same trip the same way. Um, and even then when I took Kirsten, uh, like it was still weird. I was, I was leading her through the memories, not through the actual events. You know what I mean? So it's, it was cool. Um, and it really was, was great for her to see that. But even then it was still wasn't the exact same, um, as what it had been. That's, that's amazing. What what a cool opportunity. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. What was, it was yeah, really I, cool. I just want to ask, what was it like for you to watch um, your wife, girlfriend then, um, experience a part of your world like that for the first time? Uh, it was, <laughs> it was awesome. It was really cool. Uh, I mean, it was, it was great because like, that's when it cemented in my mind like yeah i'm gonna, I'm really gonna marry this girl because she took to cameroon like a duck to water um i mean we landed so <clears throat> the first 24 hours like we landed in douala um pretty much like went through the pickpocket mob to get to our car uh two of our bags were lost thank you air france and um, we had to spend the night in the baptist center in douala um so that next morning uh we were going to go back and or I guess that evening we were going to go back and see if our bags had come in. Well, that morning we had to go and get food because my parents hadn't anticipated two nights in Douala. Um, so they were like, who wants to go out with us? And uh, Kirsten raised her hand right away and she said, I'll go. And I just kind of looked at her and I was like, really? You want? I mean, I know what that's like. Do you, you want to do that? She was like, yeah. I was like, okay, I'm going to stay here though. She was like, okay. So she went out with my parents and it was, it was so cool to see her just like embrace it and just want to experience everything, everything about it. Um, so that was, that was awesome. And then it was neat, like teaching her how to eat fufu and jama jama for the first time. That was pretty cool. Uh, I mean, riding a taxi, you know, like it was just neat to see the things that you don't see on a, national geographic documentary or you know a youtube video or whatever you know and like it was it was it was pretty cool it was i'm really glad that god gave us that experience together um because then we were able to go on other trips like after we were um after we were married we both went to senegal uh for like a two to three week missions trip uh with our church at the time and that was cool too um and the year before, the year before that, she went by herself, um, you know, because she loved the, the culture so much. Um, and that experience, too, like just going to Africa together, um, Cameroon and Senegal was pretty neat because that's really that has really shaped, you know, our family and the worldview that we as parents, you know, want to pass on to our kids. That's awesome. Yeah. I like how you described um experiencing Cameroon and you know all the things that you don't see on the National Geographic like this is hashtag real life right Um, yeah right yeah exactly that's cool well yeah Ben as we're uh, winding down on the episode I just wanted to ask you one final question that is uh, for the TCKs 
out there who are listening in on this podcast today, or perhaps it's the their parents or their caretakers, uh, what advice would you give for living an abundant life? I've really been enjoying um, listening to a guy by the name of Simon Sinek. Um, he's uh, he has a lot of he has a lot of really cool ideas um, when it comes to, and this is primarily like from, from a business mindset of, you know, how it's like, you know, marketing, how to measure growth, how to, you know, get the most out of your employees, all of that stuff. Um, he's got some pretty cool stuff out there. One of the things that I've really, some of the material I've really appreciated about him is, uh, he has this YouTube video and this book um, called Start With Why. Uh, I have yet to read it, but the basic premise of the book is you have three concentric circles, right? Like a bullseye, or like a target. The center is the why, and it goes to how, you know, the first perimeter. And then the, the second perimeter is what. Um, and that that diagram and the, the YouTube video that he has where he describes that really spoke a lot to me um, uh, about four years ago when I was really wrestling with the like, what am I doing? You know, what's next for me, God? Where am I supposed to go? And that video is written all for like businessmen and, and women. But when I listened to it, it was God speaking right into my life. And the, this is a long way of answering your question, Stephen, but I'm getting to a point. And that point is we need to have that long game in mind. Like we can't get caught up in the, the, the here and the now and, and focus on what's, you know, right in front of our face. We have to, we have to keep that, inter- that eternal perspective, you know, God's perspective um, or whatever, you know, whatever your belief is that long game, you know, that, that infinite mindset, um, to really get through the present. And I think, you know, for me, it's, it's really right now, even the transition I'm going through, leaving the military, starting a new civilian career, you know, God is bringing those same questions up in my life again of like, okay, Ben, what's your, what's your long game? Like, where, where do you find your value? You know, all your patches and badges are gone. Like, is that what you found your value in or was it me? You know, and I think for TCKs, when we, as we're growing up and as we go into adulthood and, you know, we figure out, you know, we get our, we get our first job and then we're, you know, we're, we're dating and then we're married and then we have kids, you know, we're going through the circle of life. It's, it's really just one thing because we're so exposed to the world and we have such a wide world view and we've seen and experienced so much. It's very easy for us to, um, you know, there's two sides of the coin. We can get frustrated that we're not having the relationships. We're not, you know, able to go back on our, you know, go back to the Baptist center of Inquen and, you know, run around in flip-flops and, and shorts. Um, or we can, you know, maintain that long perspective and that, you know, that, that infinite mindset or that eternal perspective and, you know, see our value in that and have that, be the driving force of what we're doing and the actions we're taking as opposed to the other way around, which is very, it's very nearsighted. It doesn't produce that fruit. You don't, you won't get that, you know, we won't get those long lasting relationships ever 
if we're focused only on the present, <clears throat> you know, and, and not having that, that end goal in mind. Um, so I think for, for parents or caretakers or other adult TCKs, you know, really figure out like, what's that, what's that why for your life? You know, for me, it's, it's God in my relationship with him and, and he's the one who defines, you know, success for me. And that's where I find my value is, is through my relationship with him. So, so that is my why. You know, I don't let what I do define who I am. And I don't let the fact that I'm a TCK define who I am. You know, because that will also break me as well. I let God define who I am. The TCK is just what, it's just the cards I've been dealt. You know what I mean? Um, and that's the that's the vehicle, if you will, that I get to experience this life through. I love it. Keep the long game in view. Yeah, absolutely. It's all about the long game, man. And that speaks into so much of what you've already said as far as, you know, um, choosing a career like you're talking about or going back to when we're talking about relationships and actually like um, mm -hmm. embracing the pain and um, being intentional about developing relationships because like you just said, you're keeping the long game in view and saying in this moment I'm in transition and it's risky and it's painful. But the long view is that you want to have deep, meaningful lasting relationships and so yeah yeah and and don't get me wrong i'm not perfect i've not perfected this at all this is very this is very hard to do and i i fail at it daily um yeah. but it's it's incredibly important uh to to do that because otherwise i mean it's i don't know i've just found huge value in that and it's yeah. really brought you know even deeper meaning to my life outside of the the month to month paycheck or, you know what I mean? All the other, all the other stuff that just kind of will fall away and, and burn at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, good. Thank cool, you. Man. Thank you so much for taking the time to share with me on the podcast, Ben really enjoyed hearing more about your story. Um, and really enjoy and appreciate, um, the insight you give into, worldview and relationships and um, just playing the long game I love that so thank you yeah no problem man. this is a lot of fun thanks for having me Absolutely. thanks for listening to another episode of TCK Care the Podcast this is your host Stephen Black and before you go I wanted to remind you there are three ways you could help me out big time with the podcast number one subscribe to the show keep listening Tune in every Tuesday for a new episode of TCKK, the podcast. Number two, leave me a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcast, Google Play, whatever your favorite podcast app is. That would be absolutely phenomenal, and it would make my day, and I would love you forever. Hashtag Real Talk. Number three, this is a listener-supported podcast. That means the podcast episodes are going to keep coming out because people like you are going to be listening, loving it, and making a donation. So go to tckcare.com slash give. Keep this podcast coming. Okay, I'm done next episode.